Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back to you. I suppose the listeners didn't go anywhere. We... Well, to them, it's the same amount of time. But to us, we haven't recorded in over a month. That's right. That's right. Because we recorded two before you left for Haiti. And then I posted them at normal intervals. But truly, it's been over a month. And it feels weird because now... Why why don't you tell people where we are? So we... We got some exciting news. We moved into a new studio, <laughs> um, new podcast location. We've really made it. Yeah, studio battle. And um, so so just a update, Nicole and I sold our house. Woo. Yeah. Made oodles of oodles Tala, of oodles of dollars. And um, so we we're living uh, with our my gracious in-laws i thought you were gonna say our grandparents we're living with our grandparents our i was gonna say we were living with our in-laws um Um, they're not my in-laws they're not your in-laws so we're living with my family yeah Yeah. it actually hasn't been bad no no i mean um it's you know it's 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 a whole lot different when we know that we've got a bunch of money in the bank we're not you know we're not we're not gonna like blow it on a bad situation so um we're just waiting for the time we're just taking our time being patient trying not to make a hasty decision that is correct wise with the money that we've been given so we're waiting it out exactly here we are so all that to say that we are in our designated bedroom of my family's house recording get it um good god what in your purse Uh, so sorry about that. Yeah, I think I that that that's I think that's good. I think that's we a perfect that. example yeah. of what it's like living here. Yeah, that's a real life. It's um, moments with Miranda. Just a lot of not looking for anything at all, even a little bit, and then asking someone else where it is. Yeah, that's basically what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else do we need to tell them? Um, uh, just welcome to Let's Be Realistic podcast. Hi, welcome. Hi. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Patrick. Thanks for being here. I'm Nicole. Yeah. So, a couple, couple other housekeeping idea or ideas. Ideas. Uh, do, um, you, do you guys have any? Do you have any? Do you have any ideas for us? Um. Yeah. If you can, go ahead and call into the show. <laughs> Tell um, us your housekeeping ideas. How to keep your house clean? Yeah. Housekeeping How ideas. How do you keep your house clean? Um. Anyway. Oh, we take stuff to Goodwill. Oh yeah, we took yeah. a bunch of crap to Goodwill. Anyway. That's right. Um. So. Housekeeping items. Housekeeping items. Yes. The Let's Be Realistic podcast continues to be exclusively fueled by, by Serafina Coffee. And they have some big news. Yes. I'm I'm really excited. Um, kind of wish I still worked downtown because... So you could go to these places. Yeah. yeah I know. Uh, really cool. They just opened a new location, 7th Avenue and Fillmore. It's on the west side of 7th Avenue. Um, so it's hard for me to get to when I'm leaving, but I want to stop by there because it's really cool. It's a re- it's funny because I drive by it every day on my way home and I didn't put it together that that's where the coffee shop was going to be. But I kept seeing this building and being like, oh, that looks like a coffee shop. Like, I hope that's going to be a coffee shop. And then Damien posted a picture of it and was like opening today. And that was yesterday. They opened yesterday and it's that building. And I was like, oh, it makes perfect sense. It is a coffee shop. Yeah, I like that it's a drive through. Yeah, it is a drive-thru, and I think it has different hours to accommodate the people who can't get to the downtown one. You know what's really cool? What? The, the drive-thru isn't even the coolest part. The, the, the oh, local yeah. roasted, you know, the local yeah. roasted coffee, the fair trade, like, that's not even the coolest part. The coolest part is that, so, Serafina is collaborating with um, the city of uh, Phoenix Center for the Arts 
and they are um, uniting small businesses with uh, what teen artists. Yeah, correct? local teen artists. Yeah. They worked with a bunch of teen artists to create the building, and it, it's cool. The roof is like really color, like the panels are all different colors. Um, it's a pretty cool building, but I think they all helped to like design and build it. And what's funny, he didn't even say that to me. Like I've talked to him so many times about the new location and he was just like, yeah, like it'll be cool. Like didn't even say anything about how awesome it is and like how he collaborates with all these other places. So what did just you? another reason why we like Serafina yeah. so much. It was a great article on Front Door Media. Check it out. I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm sure this article is probably disseminated elsewhere, but that's where we found it. Yeah. Really cool. It's neat. It is really cool. I'm excited to go to that location. It just opened yesterday. So we'll, we're posting this Sunday, the 29th. So it actually opened Friday, the 27th. Yeah. But you should go check it out. It has a drive-thru. You don't even have to get out of your car. And it's the best coffee that you're going to get in Phoenix. That's right. Do it up. Um, what else? LBRpodcast.com. LBRpodcast.com. Um, you can find all of our social media, all the places where you can listen to all the past episodes. That's right. You can leave us a comment. You can shoot us an email. You know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say something. Uh-oh. Um, shoot us an email with, uh, you know, like something positive to say. And, you know, we want to get this ball rolling. We're going to, we're going to take a little bit of a hit here, but we will mail you a sticker. If you, yeah. if you, okay. if you email us and, you know, click like and subscribe on, you know, wherever you, wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on social media and we will send you a sticker. Yeah. I like that. I'm done. I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, that also, was impromptu by the way. Yeah. I, that I learned at the same time you guys did that All this right. was happening. Is this, is this live? <laughs> yes. Uh, what do you mean? No, I mean, is it live? Are they listening now? No. no. I'm I'm just kidding. I'm taking this from the Ron Burgundy podcast. Oh. He's like, have him call into the show. And they're like, it's not a show. It's it's not the radio. <laughs> and he keeps confusing it with the radio. Uh, yeah, podcasts are hard for the elderly. Um, shoot, what else was I just going to say? Oh, oh, oh. If you listen on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please, please, please um, leave us a rating and a review. Or even just a rating. Just hit five stars if you don't want to say anything. Yeah. But um, that helps us a lot. Yeah, it does. And we um, appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you guys a lot. And we would love to hear what you think. Even if you don't think that this podcast is the best, that's fine. Just tell us. Yeah. A um, couple other things. Make sure we'll get right into the uh, Q&A. Uh, Haiti was good. It oh, was yeah. really good. Had um, interesting experiences, but um, you know what? If you don't hear them from me, go to leveproject.org. That's L-E-V-E project.org, um, and check out some of the some of the dates when people are you know when the when the team's going back. And if you wanted to join or donate or sponsor a kid, feel free to do that. If you just want to kind of get informed and see what's going on to our. Uh, to our Haitian friends to the the south in the Caribbean, then go and for it. And you um, saw the child that we sponsor again, right? You yes. Saw yes. She looks great. Um, these kids, man, they're doing really, really, really good. So if uh, if you are if if you're a listener and you happen to be a sponsor or you know somebody who's contributed to Levy Project in the past, just know that um, your donations, you know, your thoughts, prayers, and everything that you do is really changing the lives of you know, a really awesome group of, of Haitian kids that are um, you know, doing the best they can in like kind of an unfortunate circumstance. And she remembered you? Yeah, absolutely. You guys yeah. pals? Yeah, we're cool. We're tight. Um, so, cool. yeah, last thing. Um, 
if you are looking for a church, check out our church. We want to hang out with the LBR podcast crew <laughs> on Sunday mornings. Um, don't expect to talk to us. We're curmudgeons. We That's don't talk not true. I'll talk to you, but I'll look like a hobo. Yeah. Um, check out citychurchaz.com. Uh, things are things are heating up. We're heating up. Yeah, we're man. I can't even. I can't even say all the cool things that are like about to happen. And before you think like, oh, I don't go to church. I don't like it. People are going to judge me. The building's going to get struck by lightning. Just don't. Just save it. Because yeah, good. we have people of every type. Life I'm situation, there. I'm race, there. And you heard my story. Ethnicity, financial situation. Our church looks like Walmart. situation. We've got everybody because we love everybody and that's what it should be that's like. That's right. Um, and Patrick did not cause the building to get struck by lightning. So if he didn't, you're good. Good to go. All right. Is that it for? Yeah, I think that's it. Let's for housekeeping yeah, ideas. One more time. That's lbrpodcast.com. Woo! Go check us out. Do it. Yep. Send us an email. Get a sticker. Love it. They're nice stickers too. Or a comment. You can leave a comment on there. Yeah. If you share, reshare one of our posts, we'll send you a sticker too. Yep. Exactly. Oh yeah. Exactly. Or. Um, but that doesn't have to be from LBR Podcast. That could be Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I don't yeah. Care. Yeah, feel free to grab a um, grab a cup of Serafina coffee and then tag us in it. That'd be cool, too. That would be cool. Love that, man. There are still some stickers I'll left. I'll send you two stickers. There are still a few of the old stickers left at the Serafina on um, Jefferson. That's right. If you guys go there, you can just pick one up, too. But um, we have newer, cooler, bigger stickers. That's what we'll be sending you if you reshare or shoot us an email or comment or whatever. That's right. Love it. All right, so let's, dive, let's dive into some questions. So what we did was um, Nicole put... Uh, put some feelers out there on the well, interwebs. Well, actually, this was a credit to Lexi. She said that she thought we should do a Q&A. Hi, Lexi. Yeah, a Q&A episode. And I thought that was a good idea. And, I mean, everyone's favorite topic is themselves. So I was like, yeah, for sure we'll do yeah, a Q&A. Yeah, Lexi. <laughs> so um, I put some questions out just to let people ask us what we wanted and i should preface this by saying i'm the one that handles the social media so you don't even see this but like jerry and preston and sometimes justin but not very much carrie um will just send like a bunch of questions that are just like jokes and they're funny and they make me laugh but we're probably not gonna answer all those on the air okay all right <laughs> but um we did get um some really good questions that i think we'll want to talk about very cool very cool yeah so okay i'm really excited about this all right yeah, yeah, full disclosure, I don't handle social media uh, no, he really at all no. of any sort. So I think um, in Lexi's honor, since this episode topic was her idea, we'll start with her question. Okay. Um, her question was, who do you each look up to the most? Which it was actually really hard for me to answer. This is like a rapid fire round because I will be honest, I'm not prepared for these questions. Who you're I, not. No. no, you're not. I'm not really either. Who do so. I look up to the most currently? Um, I think it could be, they, the person doesn't have to be alive anymore if that helps. But um, yeah, oh. currently or if there's someone who made like a huge impact in your life. Talk about that. I mean, I guess it's like in what situation, you know? I don't know. Do you have multiples? Yeah, like okay, so tell all of them. Um, so if it's anything building anything at all, then it's it's obviously my dad. Yeah. Um, because he can just he builds can build anything. He's the um, handiest person I've ever met. Yeah, and man, fixing stuff, <laughs> fixing too. things. Yeah. Um, if also, it's sorry, I know this you're answering this question and I keep jumping in, but also you, I think you got a lot of your work ethic from him too. Yeah, I think that so. That man could work 16 hours every um, single day. And be you fine. know what? My mom works really hard, too. She does. And she does. to be honest, when it comes to um, the way I feel about work, you know, I... I 
Yeah, both it's, your it's, parents. It's funny are good. because um, we both, my mom and I, have both been in the same type of industry for you know a, a long time. So you know, well, look up to my mom for that. Yeah. Um, she's been in the legal field a long time and knows it really well. Um, I think for like fitness, it's probably um, coaches Ryan and Alex from uh, Celsius CrossFit in Surprise. That's sweet. Uh, yeah, they are definitely awesome. And then the Ben Bergeron podcast, but also I would say for like, you know, anything spiritual, you know, Pastor Russ is the guy, com. what's up? Um, <laughs> and then um, for, for like life stuff, I would probably say like Ben Bergeron, um, Mark Driscoll, uh, The Minimalists. Uh, you know, from the Minimalist Podcast and Jordan Peterson. Yeah, that's my eclectic mix. My I don't bunch. have that many. Yeah, sorry, that's that, it's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. Um, you know who else I look up to? Who? You. Oops. Why? I don't know. Oh, um, <laughs> well, but the, there's a huge area in my life that I'm just glazing right over because, um, but outwardly, um, definitely look up to like Alexander for dog training. I mean, he's 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 the guy on that one. So, what else? There's another. I think that's enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's it for me. You listed like ten people. Well, yeah. Okay, but it, there's not like there's not like one per. So maybe one day I'll be the person that has like all of these experiences from other things, yeah. and people will look up to me. No, I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. I just thought you were gonna narrow it down more than you. Well, did. she just said, "Who do you look up to?" The most the most yeah i look up all the time to them okay um i think i will say my grandpa who passed away last year last may um but he was definitely the smartest person i ever met in my entire life um and he was very like on the cutting edge of like research and psychology um he was a psychologist and he was always giving talks and publishing things and teaching everyone in his field um and I, d- I don't think i really realized the impact he had on the men around him until his funeral when basically everyone from his group spoke at his funeral and talked about like what a loss it was and how much they all looked up to him so that was cool um i seriously and i get goosebumps thinking about it like that was that was, pro- you know what? I mean, the best it, funeral I've ever there was, dude, that was probably one of the most inspiring funerals ever. Standing um, room only. Yeah. What about the, uh, tell, tell, like, that's such a sick line. Um, one of the guys who was really close to my grandpa and had been friends with him for decades and worked with him and was in that um, group that I just mentioned said, I don't even know how he was. I think just that his decline was pretty rapid and then he died in his home and he said, I guess that's how a lion dies. And I think about that all the time. Oh, and I just want that like, like tattooed on my body or something. But you should get it right under Satan Cat. <laughs> uh, I'll think about it. But yeah, I'd say I look up to my grandpa a lot, and I think I it hit me more after he died, which is unfortunate. But he—that's usually how it goes. Yeah, definitely made a huge impact yeah. in my life, and was very generous and kind, and was a really good. Um, paternal figure in yeah. our whole family yep stan was a cool dude for sure yep okay All that right. was good so so you had one i had 12 
Well, I did one. Well, yeah. also, I gotta throw in Violet. You know. Yeah, your grandma's awesome. Yeah, she's the OG Dairy Girl. She um London actually Dairy Girl, by the way, from Ireland when she was what eighteen. Yep. Uh yeah, London Dairy. Uh, I think she might have been just a touch older than that, but she uh born and raised in London Dairy, uh, Halla, and um yeah. She came over. She came over, married a Yank in the Navy. You know, she's so sweet. And yeah, she's and she's she's super kind. So it's like, I don't she know if I could still that. has that good Irish accent. She does, which I didn't I didn't pick up on until later on in life. Because growing up, when I li- I told you yeah, she but, had it. Yeah, but living at when I when you know we lived so close to each other and I saw her all the time and it was like that's normal. To yeah, you. You know, and I then when I, I met her it. the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, she sounds so Irish. And you guys are all like, what? What are you talking about? No, she doesn't. Like, are you kidding like, she me? She's accent. so Irish. Yeah, yeah, I love her accent. But and then talking to her the other day it was like, oh my gosh, she's very Irish, yeah. and she still says a lot of the Irish yeah idioms. Yep, that's yeah. right. She's cool. She calls everything we for small. For small, small, a little. And yeah. she says use if it's multiple use. you, multiple mm-hmm. people. Yeah, that's very Irish. Cool. Thanks um, for that, Lexi. Yeah, thank you, Lexi. Uh, next Since you only want to talk about yourself, Lexi. No, I was saying we want to do this because you know we want to talk about ourselves. You know what my favorite topic is? Okay. One I don't have to figure out myself. Well, yeah, that's true. Thanks, Lexi. This one took little research, which I appreciate. Um, Jerry. Ooh, this is, a, this is a tough one. This is a deep one. Are you ready? Jerry Bear, lay it on me. The pastor that committed suicide, do you believe he's in heaven? Um, I'm going to answer that by saying I do not think that committing suicide sends you to hell. I don't know what the rest of his life was like. I don't know what his relationship with God was like. But I don't think that killing yourself sends you to hell. I think that's kind of a you were saying that's kind of like a Catholic. Yeah, that it's it's definitely like a very uh, it would that's it. It's very Catholic um, mindset. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, the you know Catholicism has some kind of different things. W- well, uh, and I think there's a lot to be said for like severe depression. I don't well, yeah, think cl- that like removes clinical depression. You know, I don't like, think that removes your salvation. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, you're you're sick. Like. And and I think that anybody who gets to that point is like legitimately like clinically depressed and okay. has like a true issue, uh, because I can only imagine that killing yourself is very difficult. Well, it's right. like a very difficult place to be. And I don't think that being hopeless and like regardless of what your relationship with God with God is like, I don't think, I don't think that sends you to hell. Well, right. So, so you're saying that like. Th- just because it's a like a mortal sin, you know. I guess, but th- that again is a very Catholic yeah. belief, and we're not Catholic, so I don't really. Well, you're not Catholic. Oops! Should I have told you that? You didn't. You didn't know that. Kidding. Uh, so yes, I do. Uh, no, I hope so. I mean, I really hope so. Um, do I th- think he is? Yeah, I, th- I think probably. Um, you know it. Uh, it's just a it's just a rough place to be man that's that's it's super unfortunate and and uh, prayers for his family because good god that would be horrifying yeah i guess his wife the way she kind of described it there was an article uh that she was she was featured in an article russ and i were talking and um she kind of had this like her the way about her was that she almost knew it was like a matter of time that he had dealt with depression for a long time and and though it was really sad she she kind of in a way anticipated or it wasn't well i'm glad it wasn't like 
a blindside situation, yeah. but that's so. Still yeah, sad. I mean that doesn't make it better. I'm no. not like justifying it, but but if you know someone who's in that situation, try to make them talk to someone. Yeah, reach out. I know it's hard. I mean, it's easier said than done, and they're not gonna wanna do it just because you tell them. But oh, and if you're in that situation, talk to somebody. Here's the thing: no matter what, you're not better to your family dead. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, just know that. So, all right. Um, next question. We kind of Jay covered. Bear rocked it. We covered part of this. Jimmy said, where was Patrick for three weeks? <laughs> he was in Haiti. And then he went to Chicago. Yemen? Yeah. Oh, Jimmy. I know. I miss him. Dude, I'm seriously. I miss them. Can we just say something? Like, those two, Jimmy and Ariana, they are geez. Guys, you guys are, like, so generous. Yeah, they're good people. Yeah, you guys are great people. Had a blast hanging out with you guys in in Italy. It was just so much fun. Um, where was I for three weeks? Haiti. I was in Haiti. I was in Chicago. I guess that's it. Um, I was in Santa Monica for a, little a weekend bit too. That. Yeah. Um, LAX is disgusting. You've been jet setting all over. Oh, that's you? right, man. And then you're going to DC in like a week. Yep. Is that? No, no. At the end of October. Oh, the end. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I thought it was beginning. Like okay. a month. Like actually, like a month to the day okay so that's where i was um you know maybe there's a trip to ohio in the future yeah i think ariana's coming here soon so we need to what yeah i know i'm gonna ask her get in on that um preston said is he single uh for you (laughs) p (laughs) you got it um and then kind of related justin carrie said how does pat get hotter as the years pass Mm. so basically you're the hot one of this podcast um how does it feel well, it feels foreign. Um not, not used to that. Except when I'm in um Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. You're a you're a hot commodity I don't know in Colorado. What it was about Colorado, man. We were in Colorado and it was just like Women it, were flocking. Yeah, it was like an axe commercial. I don't know why. Um it was what like, happened? What? That was a decent joke. Come on. It was like an axe commercial. <laughs> okay, but you went somewhere with Preston and then someone like yeah, we went to, um, we were looking for the aviation museum because when I go to somewhere, that's what I want to do. I want to look at an aviation museum. Okay. Because <laughs> it's cool. And we stumbled in this the, the wrong building and this lady was like, I like your jacket. I mean, was like very, very forceful. Like, I like your jacket. It looks good on you. It was like, <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Yeah, but the museum is just, it's over, it's over there? It's over there? Yeah. No. And, um, then, and then you and I went to breakfast together one-on-one. Yeah. And I don't remember, there was a second occurrence, I don't remember, I wasn't there for that. But then we went to breakfast one-on-one, it's just us, clearly we're together. You don't, I mean, anyway. And she brought over our breakfast and then she was like, I really like your beard. Yeah, where it's like Colorado, everybody's got a GD beard. You know, also, I mean, that's not even that not not also novel. Like turning away from me and just like talking to you, like hello. Right. Like. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You just really got a lot of attention in Colorado. So to the answer Justin's question, um, I started losing my hair. <laughs> and. You look good without hair. It's uh, fine. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I think. I think your nose never stops growing. Oh, yeah, and your ears. Yeah, and your ears. So I don't, that's not going to be good in a couple of years. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just working out. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You're more jacked now. Justin, how are you? 
Call, call into the show if you're free. <laughs> call in. Uh, call in. Shoot me a text message sometime. Matter of fact, all of you people just shoot me a text message. Except you, Lexi. That would be inappropriate. Don't okay. Do um, next, from Mo and Kelly. I kind of think it's probably from Kelly, but I can't be sure because they share a Facebook. Um, said, is having a mentor important? How do you utilize yours? That's See, a good question. That's funny because I'm surprised that Kelly didn't just say, how did Patrick become a weak little biatch <laughs> and um yeah you know, kelly's pretty tough is he scared of me and the answer is yes yeah i think so kelly's brutal man she's she's legit um Mo, i Mo, think you married up good job i think having a mentor is important um i don't know that i have one right now i f- yeah i don't know i i I don't think I do either, and I, that's not good. I, mean, I feel like I should. I mean, I do have people. Well, it, it, it's kind of so. Like, I feel like the difference between a mentor and somebody you look up to. Um, mentor is like an ongoing. Relationship. Yeah, mentor. Yeah, mentor is like uh, yeah, more of an ongoing t- relationship. I would probably say Pastor Russ is like the closest yeah. mentor at the moment. Um, when I've had them in the past, I would use my mentor to like talk through difficult situations, um, catch up, just talk about life, bounce ideas off each other, seek advice. It's it's definitely a good thing to have. Yeah. And it's good to have someone who is not necessarily a little bit older, but I mean more often than not a little bit older or farther in their career path than you or in a life situation that you admire, something like that, so that you can glean advice and information off of them. Um, I have probably two people i take probably the most advice like you know like a snap of a fingers um kyle siegel and jeremy bullman those are the two guys when when they tell me something i know that that they didn't just come up with that and they're not just throwing something that uh you know throwing like an opinion at me or or if if it is an opinion it's like a well-researched so yeah those two guys man you know when it really comes uh comes down to it like those are good guys to have in your corner. So I guess, you know. Not like mentors per se, but people yeah, that you trust. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Ashley is mine. Yeah. Uh, whenever she says something, I know that it's Ash. real. And that it's true and that I need to listen to it. That's right. Um, Dropping bombs, But that's, Ash. I mean, she's my best friend. That's not like she's my mentor. Yeah, but I, I trust know. her opinion and her yeah. wisdom. Yeah. So does that answer your question, Kelly? <laughs> huh? Does it? Don't um, hit me. So the next question, and this, you don't know anything about this, but uh, there's a woman that Lita and I work with, you know, my friend Lita, Uh um, and she is always making jokes about committing suicide because she like doesn't want to be at work, you know, like that kind of joke. Uh, I guess I'll just kill myself. Yeah, kind of. Like, I'll just jump out the window or blah, blah, blah. But it's like... Su- but like, haha, I guess uh, t- tomorrow night I'll just take all the pills I have by my bedside <laughs> and then not no. wake up so I don't have to come to work. Ha, 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 ha. Like, what no, the hell? Not that specific, but it's become so frequent that Lita and I are like, should we actually be concerned about this? Probably should say something to her. Be like, hey, like, you know, just one-on-one I, I really, I mean, I, I think you're kidding and, but, but maybe you don't realize, but like you say, you like, you bring up the topic of suicide pretty often. And I know that like, 
it seems like you're just joking, but I just want to be sure because if not, like, can we talk about it? Can I take you to Serafina and get a coffee? (laughs) Well, and also from a different angle, if there's someone who sits with an earshot who like actually lost somebody to suicide and you're just like making light of it and like this is how I'm going to get out of doing my work, right, that you don't, sucks yeah, too. Yeah, because you don't want to update an Excel spreadsheet. You know, right, you're like, oh, you I'll just shoot myself in the you, face. You don't like your job. You just make a joke. Like that's right. a big deal. If someone was actually affected by that, that's horrible. Yeah. Like you yeah. can't just throw that around like it's nothing. Well, and I think that you can you can approach that and you can bring to light that, you know, hey the subject matter you're throwing around is actually pretty serious right. and um you know maybe it, maybe it's like subconscious or you just don't realize that you're uh you know that it's that it is that serious but like oh hey i'm around you and i noticed that you keep saying suicide all the time are you right. suicidal because right. hey i would like to help you if you are so um, you would do that it's that's hard you know what i would personally i would I I would approach HR first because, um, you know, the work they're more advanced in that sort of dealing. Not so much. See, that's so funny because I I don't I don't say that that I'm like because you want a paper trail. Oh, yeah, you want you want to the continuity of the system. You know, trust the process. Let HR handle that. Um, you know, it's not a complaint, but uh, you know, and you could really just say, hey, like. I obviously don't want this person to think somebody complained to them. I'm just letting you know that this is going on. Oh, yeah, that and that and that if something really were to happen and I didn't say anything, yeah, like and that or that you know bad. and and you can just you can even ask them be like, hey, do you think it's appropriate for me to just say, hey, hi, so and so, do you, uh, you know, do you are you suicidal? <laughs> like, but I mean, just that to open up a dialogue about it. That's probably what I would say. But definitely <sighs> get tough. yeah, definitely. Oh, you want to get that? That was a question from... I didn't read her actual question. It's a, she said, when to take someone seriously when they joke or we think they're joking about jumping off a building or running in front of a train on the daily. <laughs> yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Also, the worst ways to do it, too. Well, it's because we're on the ninth floor right above the light rail. So if you could actually get out of the window... Right. You could, you could jump... Potentially do you it. Could jump out, you could jump off a building in front of a train. Mm-hmm. Be a double whammy. Exactly. And that's what she says. Oh, like several times a week. Really? Yeah. yeah that's so cool. anyway, we're we're getting to the point where maybe we need to listen, take it seriously. Listen, lady, cut it out. Cut. Not you, Lita. Lita. Lita's listen, great. Here, I, I, when we have a real podcast studio, podcast loft, she's coming on to tell her story because she has the best stories in the whole world. Seriously, I cannot wait for that. She's great. Furthermore, Lita, let's talk recipes sometime because I'll tell you, I just. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's that I didn't blanch the knuckle bones. I don't know. What? Yeah, you got so when you're making you're a pho? yeah when you're making a pho broth, you're supposed to like, you know, you like cook the you cook the bones for like what an hour, and then you dump all that out and you cook them again, and that's when it really starts to break down. But then the the broth isn't like greasy and dirty. But I I just can't get it. You'll have to talk to her yeah. about that. I don't know. She's a great cook. Her boys eat like kings. Yeah, love it. Um, thank you, Lita. Thanks, Lita. Um, the next one, you'll like this. This is from David. Did you see this one? No. Did you see this question? He said, how would you sneak a monkey through the airport? Would you need bananas? Does the airline matter? Do you remember talking to him about sneaking stuff through the TSA? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> David, my friend David. Do you remember David? That oh, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. Um, uh, from Bristol, right? I don't know. I think they're in Bristol. Virginia, they're in Virginia. Does that help Yeah, you? well, Bristol's, uh... 
Bristol's, I think, on the Tennessee David, line. David, let me know if he's correct. Yeah, Bristol. So there's a there's a spot in Bristol. There's a street where one side. I'm pretty sure where one side's Tennessee and one side's Virginia. Uh, you know, David, please confirm uh, if we discuss this. I think we did. Um, oh man, this is tough because I feel like I feel like uh, because he's he's very intelligent mm-hmm. that. And he's very like libertarian, it, it, but the, he's thought about this at least, <laughs> at least to some degree, and he expects a very well thought out answer. Well, David, David, um, <laughs> this was you know a surprise to to me. Yeah, and this is the first time he's hearing this question. I think the airline does matter. Um, no, because TSA is the same. No. Oh, but different terminals. No, it's not. TSA is not. First off, first off, little 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 Uh-oh. background on TSA. Here we go. TSA fails 98% of the time. I thought it was okay. 96. It's 98%. Oh, even better. Right. They cost they cost the taxpayer billions of dollars. Correct. Okay. A private organization could be way less costly you know, and far more efficient. Yeah, way less, you know, like a uh, theft like uh, rapey, touchy, okay. uh, more educated and, you know, just have better equipment for a fraction of the cost, okay? TSA uh, is god awful. Anyway, um so i think you could probably just bribe a tsa guy or girl honestly you're probably right yeah i think that i think that that would probably be where i would start um i think bananas would be necessary but not for sneaking in the monkey i think just for appeasing him once he's in i mean unless unless okay so i think that a banana is a smart move because if you have to run to the gate, right? So there's there's not a lot of communication between TSA and like a gate agent, you know, because a right. gate agent is a uh, employee of, of the, the airline, airline. Yeah. or well, typically it's an employee of a third party that uh, does has a contract with the airline. Anyways, me. yeah. So if you're running with the monkey and you had people chasing you, banana peels. Oh, like in a cartoon. That's right. Sure. That's right. Well, on the on the tile on that like slick tile, I bet you a, a real but live banana peel would really do the trick <laughs> um what were you what why does the airline matter why did you say that um what airline would be more conducive for monkey sneaking huh probably like a budget airline <laughs> or Boutique air or frontier delta no. or not even that you just you just fly in a private jet and you just walk the monkey hand in hand <laughs> on the tarmac and get on a private jet yeah, and then, then fly into somewhere and you don't even go through customs anyways see that's that's the racket yeah, but you have to that's be the rich. elite elitism you have to be rich how that's, are you gonna fly on that's, a private jet yeah it's either well there you go bribery or being rich and then bribery and that is the state of our world yep you know it's funny um life lesson okay if you want to be a millionaire take a billion dollars and start an airline Oh, <laughs> you love that one. I do. It's so good. Who were you pointing at right there? You. It wasn't me though. I was, I was pointing. <laughs> I was pointing between. I was pointing at the space between atoms. Okay. All right. Thanks, David. David, thank you. Um. Ooh, this is a good one. This was from Katie. You said they were all good. They are good. That's how they made this list, Patrick. Katie said, "What's the best advice you can give to newlyweds?" This is good. I think this is going to be probably the longest yeah, probably answer. Um, have sex all the time. Yeah. Yes. As, I mean, as I much agree as, with yeah, that. as much as you can. 
That's one thing. That's not what you said when we talked about this earlier, though. Um, what I said earlier uh, is focus on being happy and not right. Yeah, you said that in one of the previous episodes, yep. and that that one liner has stuck with a lot of people. They've brought that up to yeah. me yeah, before, which is cool. And I, I, I guess I didn't know that you thought that way until you said that on, I think the first episode ever. Um, I think but so. But I definitely appreciate that about you, and I think it helps calm down tense situations if that's your mindset. So that's definitely true. Um, what I thought about. Um, best advice for newlyweds is especially for people who weren't previously living together before they got married the first like year or two is just going to be a series of adjustments and tough situations and learning how to live with someone and still love them and it's actually going to be kind of hard and especially if and I just I know a little bit more about Katie's situation but if you're going to be living with family for a little while while you are building a house or buying a house or figuring out where you're going to go that's going to be compounded and even a little bit tougher than if it was just you and your new spouse so yeah and i think it's i think it's important to know that because we have a unique um perspective on that oh yeah, because we're that's, living that's, there that's, now? well no because that's how we started out we yeah we lived here with my family um only for a month but right when we got married right so this is where we came back to when we got married yeah um and that's because we were looking for a house. We didn't know where we were going to live. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, that you, 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 you want to jumpstart your marriage. You know, you want to, you want to be like, you waited so long to get married. You know, it's, it's all this anticipation, this build Planning. up. You have one day where you celebrate it. And then the next day, boom reality, you're kind of like in this situation where you're like, no, I should be starting. You know, I, I, I need to, I need to plant my flag and, and, you know, be a married man. It's like you get, you're just going to have to calm down and, and let things, let things come to you. I remember, I remember just, yeah, I, it was not, I, I did, I don't feel like I handled that really all that well. well I mean, I think it was probably fine, but I don't know. Like, like I, I don't think that I respected your parents in that as much as I could have, as much as I should have. I mean, maybe like outwardly, but like inwardly, I don't know that I did. Hmm. And I probably should have more, um, but it's hard in that situation, especially yeah, it's when you're super in a totally different role. Now you're someone's husband and you're responsible. Right. But you're still, you know, and like, and, and for the husband, it's even weirder because you're with your, your wife, you're now wives, your you know, like yeah. you guys, you guys are now one flesh, you're one, like, and you're responsible, you know, for like their protection. And now, you know, they're living in the home that they grew up in. <laughs> it's just like it's a super weird dy- dynamic and just yeah. know that it's gonna pass and don't don't take anything too seriously during don't that take time. anything too personally for my sure. advice would be have extra 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 grace for your spouse in that time yeah especially because one half of the equation is a husband who is living with you and your parents mm-hmm. and that's tough by itself let alone learning how to be married during that time and the other half is living with your parents and now your husband also lives here which goes back to the first thing that I said. What? Have just, sex all the time? Just bang all the time. It's even harder when you're in a house with other people, but yes. yes but understand, but yes. understand that that's, that's you know very what? important. And and the husband's going to be like, this kind of sucks. I want to <laughs> be on my own so we can bang all the time. And uh, hey, you know what? Just just go to town, man. <laughs> because you, Truly, though. Yeah. Um, our relationship is always the best when we're having more sex. 
What's up? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Recording a podcast. What are you doing? Pausing this podcast. Oh, See you guys in like 35 seconds. <laughs> no, 35 seconds. Give yourself some credit, Patrick. A minute and 35 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> no. Um, I think that's solid for the advice have extra grace with each other remember that you're on each other's team and think assume the best of the other person assume that the other person is trying to make decisions that are best for you and the unit yeah try to really get in the mindset of trying to outdo one another um, serving each other yeah yep and you're gonna like wake up one day and be like damn i am like disgustingly like like lucky in this situation like this is just awesome and that's that's promise that's how that's gonna happen that's sweet babe yeah i love you yeah i love you too my other wife is so lucky to have me gosh kidding couldn't have gotten too serious no no but also marriage is a lot of fun. Even if you have to live with your family, you're still going to have a lot of fun. Hell, it's a great decision. <laughs> we're back with my family, actually. And we're back. So honestly, you can you can do it. Yeah. It'll be hard. And people always say the first year of marriage is the hardest. We did not find that to be the case. The second year was the hardest for us. Yeah. Yeah. Got back from our... Uh, <laughs> um, one year anniversary camping trip camping trip and which everything hit the fan total disaster well and it's it because like we were like oh the first year wasn't even hard what's everyone talking about yeah and then day one of year two we we're like oh i <laughs> understand now yep it's hard so it's different for everybody you're gonna have hard times hard weeks hard months but yeah stay on each other's team yep and don't stop banging during those times correct even when you may not want to it's yeah. beneficial for your relationship because that will compound it so fast yes um correct all right last question Oof. this one's from michelle she said how do you balance it all and then she said work marriage church dogs exercise <laughs> what's the first thing that you said just do it you don't have kids <laughs> we have an advantage because we don't have kids yeah that is for sure um and then and then the answer for everybody else is that uh pick three of those things and do them well and do them well um you know yeah there are definitely days where our marriage suffers there are days where we don't work out there are days when we don't do that awesome at work there are days when our dogs don't get enough attention like we don't balance at all yeah and and i mean um i would i would so i would so love to to spend more time with like personal development or you know things like that but but it's like i don't have time for that basically you have to pick three and especially in your situation where you're driving as far as you are for work if you work out after work, you don't get home till after seven. Yeah. You, you essentially have, um, you can be like extraordinarily good at one thing. Um, you can be really, really, really almost extraordinarily good at two things and you can excel at three things. Um, by the time you get to four, you know, it's, it just, it falls apart. Uh, Warren Buffett's pilot. There's a story where he, um, he finally got up the nerve to ask Warren Buffett, like, hey, what do I, you know, how do I, you know, how do I, like, become better? How do I get better at, at just life? And Warren Buffett's like, um, you know, write, like, write the top 25 things uh, on a list that you, like, that you're focused on. And, you know, he, pilot wrote it down. Next time he saw him, he gave him 25. He's like, all right, now pick five of those things to just only focus on 
And he's like, okay, picks five of those things. And then Warren Buffett's like, the challenge in your life is not going to be focusing on those five things. It's going to be removing the 20 other distractions yeah. from your life. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, and it's it's hard when you have a family and you have other people to be yeah. responsible for. Um, but yeah, and I, you know what? And I really wanted to go to Warren Buffett's Margaritaville. What? What? That's not real. Jimmy Buffett? And it, you know, it could have been a... What is happening? It was an okay joke. It wasn't. It, was it wasn't right. your best It was all right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think having a routine helps us for sure. Like I'm able yep. to work out on my lunch break during work, which is a huge deal for me. I'm super grateful for yeah, that. Yeah, man, for real. That would be so sick. You're I can't work out in the morning because it's just, I mean. It's I, too hard. It um, and you you have been able to work out on your way home from work, which has been working, but it definitely minimizes the time that we get to spend on weeknights. Yeah. Our, our week, for Monday through Friday work hours is basically shot. Yeah. We don't get to do anything super worthwhile yeah, live during into the work. week. Yeah. During those times. Um, weekend is when we live it up and get to have fun. Yeah. But everything else just basically has to fit in. But you and I also have a very good understanding of how to work on our marriage, even in the small, short times when we get to see each other during the week. And we're good at collaborating for housework and getting things done and making, yep. and we're, we, I think are, well, you're better at it than I am, but we're good at not getting mad or offended when we, the other person needs a favor or like, Hey, can you do this for yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, because the inconveniences in life are like, you know, very temporary. The real like overarching inconvenience is that, you know, you're not living a fulfilled life. I mean, that's, that's the hardest part. Um, and <laughs> you gotta start, you, you're gonna have to make some sacrifices. You're gonna have to make some changes to get to that point. Well, and because I'm the one who's able to work out during the day, I try to do more of the house things when I get home just because I have more time. So like I try to make sure that I've made dog food and that if I do laundry during the week, I'll try to do that. I try to keep our cold brew coffee full. Stuff little stuff that I know that you won't have time to do, but yeah. like I should just take care of it. And yeah. Not worry about it. And you're really good if I need something done just to take care of it. You don't ever get mad when yeah, I ask because I know stuff. because I know that by and large um you know that you do a lot of the daily routine um you know because I'm the one that has the time yeah yeah so it's a lot of compromise for sure yeah right now right yeah right now it's like man you know such a huge help thank you you're welcome yeah thanks for working really far away <laughs> Thanks for working really far away. One day you know, we'll I live closer, babe. But I love my job. I know. That's why it's worth it. So sick. Yeah. So sick. But we don't balance it all. That's the short answer to that, Michelle. We do our best. We do our best. And yeah. We yeah. Don't. Um, I would say, one, don't don't give up. Okay. Don't get discouraged. And, you know, know also, that. Also, you do balance it all pretty well, Michelle. Yeah. I, I know you. Yeah, so. Your kids are great, man. <laughs> Yeah, basically, if you have kids and they're great, like you're 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 fine. You're doing better than we are. Yeah, you're we fine. We haven't raised humans. Yeah. yeah, you got a nice house. You know, cool good husband. Family. Yeah, yeah, good family. And you know what? Actually, here's the thing. So, I don't, I don't. We should be asking you. That's true. Michelle, because you and we will you when balance children, all we, sorts we of things will. out, and you spend a ton of time investing into relationships. Um, yeah, you're very good at that. So, so really, with them soon. Yeah, honestly, I don't, 
I don't know. You have nothing to gain <laughs> from know. us. <laughs> nothing. Uh, that's probably true. Yeah. No. Um. So, so Michelle's husband Eric is um. You know he's with Levee Project, and Eric has got to be one of the. His emotional quotient is like zero. <laughs> he's know? very level-headed. Very level-headed. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. He he's really hard to make go super high or super low. Yeah, and I'm like. But uh, he's also very honest and blunt, and I know that if he's asked a question he will answer it honestly he yeah. doesn't sugarcoat things i appreciate that about him a lot yeah and i'm i'm like I, i'm an emotional roller coaster <laughs> i mean you i don't think you are to like the general public i know that you're very emotional but i don't think we you are in the world yeah when so when we were in in, in for, for those who don't know eric and i were in haiti and we you know we just had like a there's just a really normal situation that that occurs in haiti and it's it's civil unrest it's not even well and that wasn't even really you know the stuff you see in the capital is a little bit more civil unrest and it gets more of the attention because it's um you know the state department like will will send out emails to people who are in the area and uh, because because of the u.s embassy um and so definitely things in the capital are a little bit more um tense especially when uh, you know when resources are limited, uh, but uh, you know in the other in the other cities it's it's different. You know they express their their the, the way they protest. Yeah, it's just different. And um, I was not prepared for that. I think that was the most anxiety I have ever heard you have. Yeah, you no, it was me. definitely the most anxiety that I had ever had because yeah. because like I couldn't. You you're, you have no control. Yeah. You're not in America. No yeah. one is going to help you if something illegal happens because that's not a thing. No. Government's super corrupt. People don't have the resources they need and they don't right. have the means to get them. Yeah, which is which is all the more all the more reason, man. Go to Leve Project, L E V E project.org. Check it out. Uh, and you're out of your element. Yeah. So that was that I think that was definitely like a wake-up call for you. For sure. But for Eric, he's been there so many times. He was like, he, "What's the problem?" What's the problem? <laughs> And I'm like, bro, <laughs> what do you mean? What's the problem? Do you even understand? Like, like He's that like, was. Yeah, I understand this. I, this is what it's like every other time that I was I'm like, here. he was like, what? what it was, it's fine. What do you what? what what's the he's, problem? He's very hard to shake. And he's but like, he's also used to that situation. Well, but OK, so instead of beating around the bush, there was like a, a roadblock and it was a very, very tame roadblock. And we had to go through the roadblock. And it, it's a typically what happens is that um two rival political parties uh one will pay somebody to set up a roadblock and protest um you know like lack of gasoline or you know electricity shortages or whatever and um and and the goal is to for that aspiring politician to point the finger at the other politician and say look they can't handle things they don't get things done vote for me and i'll get it done when the whole time they paid for that you know it wasn't actual it's all civil unrest um you know and i was just like i was petrified i just like i was like this is well, terrifying explain the roadblock um so i think that what really you know what really that shook me shooketh shooketh me was um you know when i asked one of our translators rifa who is probably she Rifa's BA she's awesome um she said 
oh, you know, I was like, hey, what did that guy say? And he, she said, uh, Hades locked and no one has the key. And, and it's like, like and I'm like, great. Perfect. That's fantastic. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. And I don't speak, I, I don't speak Haitian Creole, but there are some things that I, I do know, like Blanc or Blanco. You know, they'll say, hey, Blanc, hey, Blanco. Like, and that means white person. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, whitey, over here. <laughs> but like to them, to them, they don't even like. They don't care that you're there. Well, and it, yeah. It's not that. But I, I think just the whole situation was very off-putting for you because the way you described it to me is like you're rolling up, you're driving down the road, and then all of a sudden it's like um, the Walking Dead kind of roadblock. Like there's two semis parked yeah, in the road. Yep, yep. The guardrail is bent back. Yeah, they there's bent a bunch the guardrail, boulders, and it was just like, hey, you're you not know, driving through and here. and our and and to be honest, so there was there was a lot that happened behind the scenes before we ever got out of the truck. So sure. you know, and you had translators yeah. and people who are Haitian to help. Translators you went went um down to the roadblock and they said, "Hey, can we pass?" Came back and said, "Yeah, we're going back. We're going on foot." You can go on foot, right? You can yeah. drive through. Yeah, um, because then that, that breaks down the continuity of the roadblock, which is totally crazy. But at the same time, like that's just how they do that's it. That's just what it's like. Well, and I think for you too, having never experienced that before and knowing that that was a pretty peaceful one, you're thinking, okay, that went fine. But like, what if we roll up to a not so peaceful one? Like, what yeah. if they take my phone? Or yeah. What you, you know, well, like what happens? So what kind of freaked me out is that I had my passport and yeah. my phone on me and it was like, I can't leave I this have, country without this. Yeah. Stuff. I have no control. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm the, I mean, other than Eric, I'm the only white person in, you know, 50 miles like right. that I know of. It's like I have I have I have zero control in this situation. Right. Zero control. Well, and, and and the margins are razor thin. Um do, I mean, do they just want to what if they just say, "Hey, give me your phone." It's like <laughs> Okay. Like right. what are you going to do? I don't have a you choice. don't have weapons, you don't yeah. have anything to defend yourself. Yeah, yeah I had like a, I had like a 2-inch blade. That was yeah. it. What am I going to do? You know? Right. That's a great way to get murdered. So, anyway, that was definitely the most stressed out I've ever seen you, but um Eric is Eric was like that. Eric was like he's, he's well versed. He, yeah, he was situation. like what's the big problem? He's like all right, well, <laughs> we're going to go we're going to go to the market once the road clears in the city, you know, and it's like <laughs> dude, you're wild, man. <laughs> you're you're wild. He's but like, anyway, yeah, they're you know. actually very good at balancing yeah. life. So. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, back to the back to the original. You guys are uh great at balancing life. You have nothing to gain from us. No, so. but I'm glad you shared that because yeah. that was definitely a weird situation for you. You know, looking back, um, I learned I learned a lot from that situation. I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about, um, you know, through just research after that and and talking with people, like how I should approach fear. Um, also, sorry to interrupt, but I think I also learned a lot. I wasn't there, but. I think it made me realize that, like, demonic activity is a real thing. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. Like, the national religion in Haiti is voodoo. Yeah. And so there's all kind of demonic activity everywhere. You could feel uneasy and anxious and fearful just by being there. Yeah. Like, nothing even has to go wrong. You just feel weird because of that. And that's a real thing. Yeah, man. I'm voodoo, willing to talk ugh. to anybody about that if you have yeah. questions or no, you want I would, to talk I about would, it, but that's real. Listen, I know that some people are, are sitting there just like, going, what? Skeptical? No, yeah, that's a right. real thing. It's like, no, no, no. Please come talk to me. I'm not going to make it weird. It was weird. Um, 
But that I mean, that's something that is out of your control. And if you don't realize that that's what's happening, you just think everything's worse than it is. Yeah. So to follow up, I probably had some of the most amazing conversations with, you know, with Haitians after that. I mean, um, you know, Haitians are good people and they just, man, it's like there's a lot of different things that are the, the deck is stacked against them. You know, it's not all, it's not all someone else's fault. Some of it, a lot of it's their fault. True. That's but, life. But that's life, man. It, it is bad, you know. So maybe we could talk about that more in depth in another episode. I would love for that okay. to happen. Well, that's all the questions. Uh, that's all, folks. Well, that's all the ones that are good conversations. Yeah. Starters. So if you're listening, you're like, I didn't hear my question. Then step up your game. <laughs> necessarily some of them were meant to make me laugh and they did so thank you preston and jerry yeah appreciate it however however yeah so hey if you like what you hear check us out lbrpodcast.com give us a rate and review yep. on itunes or apple podcast yep. please 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 send us an email uh w- send us an email if you share a post get seraphina and tag us in it which would be really cool please do that you, honestly. yeah well you yeah. want to do that you will benefit from that but we'll also send you a sticker um basically just do anything and tell us that you did and also send us, an us email. yeah and send us an as email long as it's not mean we'll send you a sticker. yeah oh yeah it's got to be positive it can't be mean <laughs> don't be a jerk okay anything else um man it's good to be back yeah. It's good to be back Feel in good, the right? uh yeah, back, back in the in recording the saddle. saddle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In studio battle in the recording Oops. saddle. Oh. Rhymey rhyme. Yeah, that's right. All right. All right. Thank you guys. Love you. <laughs>